metric tons of liquid xenon, the experiment had a exposure rate of one metric ton per year. It's the one T in the name. What were they trying to expose the xenon to? Well, dark matter, obviously, but specific. Okay, good afternoon. Oh, I have to put my glasses on so I can see. <laughs> Hey ho, here we are. <laughs> Good afternoon. Okay, so just so you know, I'm recording this and uh, we'll go up on, um, it will go up on YouTube. Actually, a few weeks ago, so they didn't want to be on YouTube. So, you know, I got to warn you now. All right, are we ready to start? Just waiting for Stephen to come in. Five, four, three, one. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the, the Battlers um, open mic chat with Mike every Sunday at 3 p.m. And today is the 26th of July. And I've been watching a very interesting um, video on Liability Mate's channel again. Geez, he puts up some good stuff. And some guy was stopped by the cops in Victoria for a COVID check, and um, he just refused to have anything to do with them. And they got all upset and wrote him all sorts of tickets, which <laughs> are not worth the written on. But uh, it's good to see people now starting to stand up. Right. And... Um, the more people who do that, the better. So know your rights and stand up for them and refuse to contract with them. And eventually they'll get the message. They are acting unlawfully. Okay, so let's kick the, the day off today with any questions that you have. Anybody got something you would like to discuss? Yes, John. Um, oh. Hello, everybody, Shane here. Hey. Oh. Uh, Shane, I just, I just okay. You go ahead, Shane. I'll get back to you, John. Sorry. Sorry, sorry about that. I thought I bad hearing. Um, I'm just reading a bit, uh, a bit about a Port Arthur um, problem. There was a lady, the nurse, but she was there at the massacre, and she was she said she was the person that rang the police. And the being, it took six hours or something because the major police turned up and her, uh, the reading, I said, apparently this lady just recently died. But in the whole reason of the story I was reading, the end of it, it says, wait for the next one that's going to happen. And it looks like we are in the next one now. Yeah. It looks very much like it. In fact, I'd say it not looks like. We definitely are. Yeah. But uh, more and more people now are awake and joining in to uh, re resist this. In we're, we're under invasion by a foreign corporation. It's that simple. Yes. Uh, Sean, you had a, a question. Sean Rafter. Yes, Mike. Um, I'm just um, wondering about the... Alex talks about the affidavit. Yep. Um, is it 
Uh, I'm a bit confused. Do I go ahead and go down that that track, or we, or is it common? Or can we do something with common law? Uh, I'm I'm not really sure what you're talking about here, but just I'm glad you brought up the the issue of the affidavit. Yeah, I had a um, an email this week from a bloke that uh, I respect very highly. He's got a lot of knowledge about common law. And he pointed out that I'd made a few basic uh, errors in the um, sample affidavit on CIR now website, which I've now corrected. So if you download that copy of the affidavit, you can use that, cirnow.com.au. Yep. Um, so give us a bit of, bit, bit of background here, John. What do you want to do? Oh, well, I just want to, yeah. Um... I'd just like to to know a way of um, actually some things in place, protecting myself or ourselves. Yeah. Uh, in terms of what? Well, in terms of you know, um, um, you know, case lay down the track when we're talking about vaccinations and mandatory vaccinations and. Mm. Uh, um, having runs, run, you know, if you have a run in with the police, you know what to say or what to do, you know. Right. Okay. Again, I have everything there on my website. Uh, I'll just give you the, um, the link here um, in the chat. And it's if you go to the website, uh, cirnow.com.au, and we're up in the chat here. There it is. Um, Lordy, lordy, Eric. I'm having a little trouble getting the, there it is, I think. I can't seem to get into the chat room. What's going on here? Ah, right, there it is. You're right. And the police. If you go to that link there, you're right, send the police. Yep. Um, that'll give you some good information, but that's really only for if you're, you're stopped in the street, uh, either while walking or driving your car. Um, if you're stopped for a COVID test, that's the same thing. And in fact, I'd recommend, highly recommend you go on to the um, Liability Mate uh, YouTube channel today to see how one guy um, handled it. I'll see if I can get the link here for you right now. Uh, but this guy got stopped by the unlawful foreign pirates, as he put it. And uh, he, he just would refuse to deal with them, which is, of course, the right thing to do. If you're dealing with uh, criminals, you're dealing with criminals, and therefore you don't have to, do you? There's the link to the um, video in the chat room. So if they come to your door, what do you do? Well, you inform them that they are trespassing and bugger off. Yeah. Like you get away. You don't have any right to come and demand that you do testing or get vaccin vaccinated. They have absolutely no rights over you under common law. Does that answer your question? Um, with the, um, you know, with the live birth record, your live birth certificate, is it worth pursuing to get that from the courthouse or? Uh, not from the courthouse. You go onto the website. And right now, because we, we haven't automated the system yet, we're working on that right now. Yeah. But very soon we'll have it all automated so that when you go on, you just register your document and um, you'll immediately get a copy of that document 
certificate back. Um, but in the meantime, when you go onto our website, you can you'll click on the link to register your birth and you go to the UK website. It really doesn't matter whether you're registered on the UK website or our website or even the New, New Zealand website. And welcome to our New Zealand friends. Hello. <laughs> so um, well, I've, I've, I've done all that. I've registered my um, birth certificate and uh, claimed my uh, fictitious name. Right. But I was just thinking whether it's worth getting the actual your actual live birth record from the Queensland Court, Queensland uh, Registry. That's a good Queens question. My my gut feeling is, why bother? That's yeah. not your. That, that's not our jurisdiction. Yeah. But somebody who knows that about that more more than I do may have some good advice on that. Right. So, but right now I would say don't do anything. Just register on the Common Law Court, and you've got the Common Law Court um, website address, right? Yeah, yeah, I've done all that. Yeah, oh, okay. my number. On well, the in that case, I'd say you're covered by that. Fair enough. Okay. I'd like to welcome Derek Balog again. Hello, Derek. How are you, mate? And Bob. And uh, Popo. G'day, mate. Uh, Derek, you um, mentioned in an email to me earlier this week that you had a very um, interesting communication for everybody. What was this all about? Okay. Hello, everybody. Um, uh, I can't remember what I actually said to you now. So can you give me a little bit more information? Because it's been really eventful down here in Melbourne with the army stopping people and giving out $1,600 fines uh, in Melbourne. Mm. So there's a lot of things happening down here in Melbourne that the rest of the country needs to take note uh, because um, everybody outside of Victoria needs to know about their Charter of Human Rights. I do indeed. Um, I, it wasn't about that, but it was something to do, I forget now, if you can't remember and I can't remember, we're in trouble, we're getting old. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly it. Um, one thing that's happened, and if I can, if it, if it may be um, connected to what we're doing, um, we've submitted documents into the Supreme Court of Queensland that the Queen has been brought back. And the banks have got a problem for people who've got a paying off a mortgage, um, which is my specialty, and a lot of people I'm speaking to on this um, on this group today have uh, been in, I've been in contact, and there's one person I can't remember your name with the hat. I um, you've only got seven two nine nine one zero. I've got you in my diary, but I will get back in touch. Um, the Supreme Court has accepted our paperwork for a farming family at St George, which I believe is west of Brisbane, um, and they've taken our papers that the Queen has been brought back into Queensland. Who did that? I did it. I, that's my affidavit. Ah. So people need to know, for Queenslanders, um, which is going to, be, going to make me very unpopular, Queensland is not a state. If anybody saw a current affair last night about the story of Carolyn Thompson, um, she was decimated by her own department, your own Department of Justice. They sold her house in a courthouse. This, this, this is this is horrific for me. This is I've tried to reach out to Carolyn Thompson. I found only two frauds, without taking any notes, that she needs to use in her defence to wipe out the Department of Justice and your State Attorney General. Mm. Um, yes, things are happening very, very quickly, Mike. So um, you asked me something, and I, I, I can't, 
I can't remember the question you gave me, but Queensland is is is, is actually setting a lot of precedents with us um, because of what's happening with um, your courts. Okay. Um, well, while you talk, I will have a quick look through my emails and see what it was, if I can recall. Sure. sure. Uh, um, 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 well, was it on our on the phone? Hang on just a moment. Let me have a look on the phone here. It might have been a, a um, text message from you. But anyway, look, I'm, uh, please, while I'm waiting, while you're waiting, please un unplug your microphones and have a chat, if you like. Hello, Derek. I'm Shane. Uh, I have spoken to Ivan since I've been emailing you. Yes. Just, just a little bit, just chatting about what he's doing and um, how he's going. And he's very switched on and is very passionate on the same issues that you follow very much. Um, and it's very, very good you're all doing this. And, and Shane, Shane, I will call you tomorrow because I've got two more Zoom meetings after this one. I've got you in my diary as I'm writing down right now. Yeah. Can I just bring to the group's attention what happened with Shane's friend, Ivan, who I've known now for the last several years. Um, Ivan is a retired pensioner. He's got an autistic son. And he apparently was dragged into court. Not apparently, he was by Red Energy, which is owned by Snowy Hydro, which is the Australian government, because he didn't pay his electricity bill. And they gave him a $15,000 estimated electricity bill. And the, by the time the lawyers finished with it, it became 156,000. And he's got court orders to have his property repossessed. We've been going to the federal circuit court and they said, we're not going to have the Queen. I said, well, that means you're standing under a corporation. Can we see your commercial contract? And the judge didn't like that. And he said, get out of the courtroom. And I said, I can't leave the courtroom because I don't have a contract. I have to have a contract before I leave. This is the federal court. Well, one, of my, one of the people I'm working with has found by writing for to the Parliament of, of Australia in Canberra, there is no such thing as a federal court under legislation. It hasn't been... Um, gazetted, didn't get the votes, and it is a nullity and, and is void. Mike, I'm going to be giving you some paperwork um, when I can catch up, um, because everybody needs to know, because I, had a, I saw another story of another Queensland family, I think further up north, and they also had a problem with their faulty electricity meters, and they were dragged into court. Mm. This is now going out of control. It's now um, a, a situation you need to be prepared and you need to have knowledge of what's going on, that there is no such thing as, as, as government anymore. They're all corporatized. Yes. Okay. So right. Shane, I will get back in touch with you tomorrow. Sorry, uh, I haven't been able to get back. Hey, thank, thank you, Derek. I, I know you will be working on us because um, Ivan's telling me you're very busy. Okay. Um, just so you know, I'm, um, if you want to get in touch with Derek, you can just email me, hq at advanced-australia.com.au, and I'll be happy to put you in touch. We've had quite a lot of people since the last um, podcast with you, Derek, getting in touch with you. So the interest is definitely building up. New Zealand. Hi, how are you guys? I'm good. Are you getting my emails? Because I sent you an email early this week to let you know I've got your video ready. 
Yeah, we're having some um, major issues with emails, in fact, um, and, and really uh, the problem was in the UK. Oh. And uh, we've, we've spent the entire day today, we finally got it freed, and uh, we spent the entire day answering emails. And I think Derek, you will have got an email from us today, and so would have you, Mike. And uh, what a disaster! Never mind. We've got a backup position now, so that'll never happen again. Um, just interesting to to hear what you're saying, Derek. And uh, we we were in receipt of your paperwork, and we've we've served the bank, um, asked them some questions, which is really interesting. Working our way through the progress, but uh, through the process, but. Um, it's it's looking like the world. It's looking like the wild west out there. It's mm. unbelievable what's happening. And I'm just absolutely stunned. We had a um, a plea from a woman via the common law court or a, a friend of a friend. Their business was raided in New Zealand. They sell health products. I mean, health products. Their daughter was terrorised by the police. They came with a company called MedSafe, and I think there was six or eight policemen arrived and they they wouldn't allow the daughter to um to be or to be to associate with the mother um they they're obviously their building is on the same uh, or their premises their work premises is on the same section as the house um that that was um sort of i don't know what it was broken into quite but almost anyway and a whole lot of equipment was taken computers their entire business has been shut down and so the, who, whoever, we suspect it was MedSafe was the instigator of this. So we're trying to help them and work through the process to unravel it and see who we can make accountable for it. So uh, it looks like we've all got our issues. Oh, welcome to my world, mate. Like you, I, I looked at my email this morning after I cleared them yesterday. I've got 85 emails and counting. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and in January this year, as you know, uh, I had eight police raid my home, take all my computers, my phone, my iPads, um, my documents, whatever they can lay their grubby little hands on. And I've been texting the, um, the, the chief of the detective sergeant who came here with, with all the cops. And I texted him a few days ago and said, where's my equipment? I want it back at six months. Under the law, you can't keep it in any longer than that if you haven't charged me with a crime. Well, I'm still sitting here and they haven't found anything incriminating on my computers. And uh, so, yeah, they, we are living in a wild west situation and soon we're gonna be pointing sheriffs and we'll be putting a tin badge on them and they'll be going out there and arresting these scumbags. It's time can to I, stop this whole thing. Can I ask a, a personal question, Mike? Did, did they actually have an arrest warrant or did they have a seizure warrant? They, they had a seizure warrant from the Supreme Court of Victoria. Oh, yeah. hold on. Did you say Supreme Court of Victoria? Yep. Um, all of our documents, when you filed your affidavits, go to Queensland. I don't know. <laughs> hold on. Are you, are, you, are you suggesting, Mike, that the, the, the Supreme Court of Victoria is, is directly connected to Brigolo Corporation? It looks like it, yes. Wow. I, I'm, I will look into that and I'll get back to you. Okay. Um, I, I'm actually not allowed to talk about anything else about that. I can say what I've said, but that's about it. Mm. I can't talk about the reasons. <laughs> I can't talk about uh, anything that uh, brought it about. And I certainly can't talk about it in public. So, you know, this is the world we live in today. 
and it's got to stop. Now, I've been working um, over the last, what, two or three weeks. I've been writing a, um, a course to teach everybody about common law. And the more I write, the more I learn, and I am just gobsmacked at how badly our rights and freedoms have been taken away from us when there's absolutely no reason for it. So uh, I'm about three quarters of the way through. I've got up to um, uh, section 14 of the course. There's 20, course, 20 sections in the course. So I've got a few more things to write, but uh, yeah. And by the way, um, I've been going through the documents on our website, which we purloin from your New Zealand website. And you might want to do a couple of um, um, spell checks on some of your pages because I found a few small spelling errors. Nothing serious. <laughs> but um, no, you did a great job. So uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, I'll, talk, I'll talk seriously to my scriptwriter, Mike. <laughs> oh, yes. I think uh, your scriptwriter. Mm. <laughs> Might have to ply her with drinks so she can <laughs> get that spell checker working. <laughs> uh, Shane, you had a question. Yeah, Mike, um, the um, common law court that you're going to hold in Bly Bly, um, the mock court, when, when would that be going ahead? Have you got any plan exactly? Or Yes. Uh, in fact, I'm getting all the documents printed up for that right now, and it'll be on August the 2nd. 3 p.m. Yep. August the second, eh? Yeah. Second. Okay. And uh, can, can we bring? I have some friends that want to come along yeah. that have knowledge of common law court. Yeah. 2 p.m. Sorry. 2 p.m. Right. Starting at 2 p.m. Going through to 4 p.m. And uh, yes, you can bring friends, but they have to go on to the um, common law court website and yeah. register to come. Okay. okay. If you're not registered, you don't get in because we've we've become very uh, aware now of security issues. And, yeah. and also, I have a a little chapel I don't use down at Kinga Beach. If if you're interested, I could clean it up and you could use that if you wanted to have another place too. If you wanted to go to a place further in Central Queensland. Yeah, fantastic. Where is that? In a place called Kinker Beach near Yapoon and Emu Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I know somebody who'd be very interested. Because yeah. uh, one of the guys who was serving with me on the uh, national team um, yeah. lives up at Yapoon, so he'd be very interested in that. Yeah, well, we, we've got 10 acres of place. Uh, this is what I want to see Derek about, the money we owe on that one there and the problem we may have. That's what I want to see Derek about that. See, but we still have a little chapel sitting there that's, that um, we could clean that up. And if you wanted to use that, I'll, I'll volunteer that to be, but it'll have to be cleaned up before you can move in to start it. Okay, how, how many people would it hold? Big pardon? How many people would it hold? I don't know. It's um, four and a half metres by about 12. Oh, okay, so you're probably looking, yeah, it'd be a small meeting, probably about no more than 25 yeah. people, 30 people. But that's good. That's okay for up there. That's yeah. great. Thank you, mate. Yep, that's okay. No worries. Uh, Where is this mock court going to be held? Where is it going to be held? Correct. Yeah, whereabouts? It's at the uh, Bly Bly Community Hall, just down the road from the um, the, the castle. Uh, which, which state? Which city? Uh, in Queensland on the Sunshine Coast. All ah, right, yeah. Will it be televised via Zoom meeting? Yes. Great. Excellent. Mm. 
Yeah, we're getting all that organised now. Fantastic. I, um, I'd like to know more about um, being a sheriff as well. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I've just written a whole article about that today, actually, in the course. And mm -hmm. um, we will be making this course available for sale on, on the website and any funds from that will go to fund the, um, the cost for the Common Law Court. So no after I've written it, I'll be donating that to the Common Law Court. Um, Jacqueline, you had a, a, um, a question. You put your hand up. Hi, Mike. Um, yes, I, I um, recently just found out about the Commonwealth Court and went onto the website to try to um, register or make contact. Mm -hmm. And it kept saying that um, I got an alert that you're a spammer and so uh -huh. you've, you've been blocked. Um, so I just, I kept trying with different emails and just no, couldn't. That was, that was my fault. I'm sorry. I, That's I, okay. I set up the anti-spammer anti program. Okay. And, um, I just made one small mistake in the in the configuration. I've solved that now, and so okay. you'll be fine. No problem. Okay, great. Yep. I just thought I'd flag it in case you weren't aware of that. Yeah. Well, don't okay. worry. People tell me very quickly. Oh, do they? <laughs> That's good. Okay. But Thanks. please, please, if you find anything wrong on the website or something that needs fixing, let mm -hmm. me know. Uh, I don't yeah. know how many people let me know as long as I I hear from you. Okay. No problem. The only the other thing I um. I'm not sure whether I ended up emailing the UK or something to say, you know, do you have contact details? Because there's nothing actually listed on the website itself. So I couldn't um, actually email anybody to say, hey, this isn't working. So there's nothing, there's just no contact details for you. Like your email's not there, but yeah. there was for the UK. I just, I'm not sure whether there's a reason for that or if you would consider um, putting contact well, we, we don't have anything to do with the UK website, unfortunately, at the moment, um, because somebody is uh, blocking all contact, as far as I know. But if you want to find out, get in touch with Dr. Barry at mindez, M-I-N-D-E-Z-E, -E, at yahoo.com.au. I'll put it in the chat room. Okay. And Thanks. he is claiming to be the, um, the authorised representative, so let him take care of it. No problem, Do you but know it, who it, has blocked uh, contact to the UK court website or not? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. Right, yeah. We're just surmising. But I meant on the, the, the actual website itself, it doesn't say if you're having any problems contacting us, send oh. an email to this address, you know what I mean? So there was just nothing at all. No, it, if it didn't work... That was that, <laughs> so that was a bit frustrating. Yeah, we don't know what's going on over there. We've heard that they are in the process of moving to a, a new server um, and reconfiguring everything. They're setting up a new website, uh, so they're in a sort of flux at the moment. I mean, I mean the Australian website. Oh, yeah. What about so, that? So when I went in, is it because I'm completely, you know, brand new person? <laughs> this is all new to me. Um, and I was really happy to see the website, but then I kept getting rejected with the, the spam um, <coughs> blocker and there was no email that I could actually send an email to you to tell you there was just nothing. Which was... um, actually, if you go on, let me just go and have a quick look here. Mm -hmm. If you go onto the website at the top, on the main menu, you'll see there, contact us. Yeah, that's what I did. 
Yeah, but you couldn't use it because you were... No, I couldn't use it. And there was nothing in that page that said our email address is... Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll fix that up. That's a good point. Yeah, that, that would have been really good because there was just basically nothing and, and I started to think, is this for real? I can't get on it. I mean, it's one... Yeah, so it was kind of... I was a little unsure whether it was even... Yeah, well, we're, we're still working hard here to get everything yeah. out. So it's good to hear that, you know, this feedback so that we can fix these little things up. Yeah, I thought it was just important, you know, because I started thinking, oh, you know, that's just kind of strange. And it, is it is it actually still working? Have, have, they, have they closed everything down? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but if you've got that little email, at least you can say, okay, well, I'll be able to contact somebody. Cause, so yeah. someone else might find that useful. Yeah, and I will put a, um, um, a mailing address very soon as well. As I said, we're still waiting for the um, for the the national team to be convened. Now, what I've done on the main main page of the website, you'll see a big star there now, um, with a, a finger pointing at you like this, and it says, "We need you." So what we're doing now, because we've asked the states to nominate people to sit on the national team, but then we realised that if, if we're going to run this properly, we need qualified people on the team because we've had the situation before where we asked somebody to, uh, to look after the money for us on, what do you call it, not an accountant, a um, treasurer, and a lady volunteered and sent us her resume and she had absolutely no experience as a treasurer or accountant at all. So where you see that uh, star thing now on the main page, click on that and that'll take you to a, a form that you can fill in, and it works, <laughs> to uh, send us your details and a copy of your resume. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through all the resumes and select the top two or three most qualified people, and then we'll um, put you up for election by all the members. So... You know, everybody will be able to read your resume and decide which one uh, they think is the most qualified to sit on the national team. So it's very important that we do this because we really need people who are qualified to uh, to do the jobs that are, in, are required. For instance, on the, on the IT side, we need somebody to uh, run the website, to do all the, um, the emails and the newsletters and all the rest of it. So... Yeah, we've, we've still got a lot of work to do. We're working through it, and, and there's only a very small team doing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that will probably start growing very quickly. Yeah, I think so. Um, Malcolm, sorry, yeah. I was just going to say, because um, I'm just um, not sure whether this is right, but it just looked as if there wasn't anybody in Victoria as well. It all seemed to be other states, and so it would be nice to have links to people in Victoria. Yeah, well, we're, we're working on that as well. We're trying to um, to get contact details for the, the for the uh, groups in each state um, yep. and, a, and a contact email. I think that's a very good idea. Thank you. Jack, Jacqueline, I'm from Victoria. My name's Susie. Hi, Susie. That's great. Happy to, uh, happy to share my details with you. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah great. Fantastic. Oh, also, I just want to let Derek know, I've just done a, an, um, a search on ASIC for the Supreme Court. It's actually deregistered. Um, the Supreme Court Victoria has been cancelled. That's exactly right. Yeah. 
actually came across a friend of mine who actually is going to get me a document that um, the Supreme Court is now under the control of Goldman Sachs Investment Bank in New York. Really? And I trust him implicitly um, because he is the, um, the only researcher I know that can take cases into the Privy Council in London. Right. So, okay. yes, we've got the proof. I just... I would love to find someone who can help me in Queensland and every other state to find out who was who owns the, the, the Queensland courts. Uh, it's incorporated. Drop me an email, Derek. I've got, I've got a great researcher who can help with that. Fantastic. We have to do that, especially for your matter. How did you get a Supreme Court um, order from Victoria? <laughs> Don't ask me. How did I get the federal and state police in my house without my permission? Yes. Mm. Um, Actually, uh, Susie, you brought up an interesting point there because um, Zev um, from Mullumbimby, is it? Who um, fights against the 5G. Um, one, a few of his mates now have been uh, registering all of the different government departments, including the Australian Tax Office, the Office of the Prime Minister, <laughs> ASIC, and a whole bunch of other ones. They're now registering in their name. So they don't even own them. Yes, I've, I actually found them last week and it was going to register, but because I'm a BAS agent, I thought that might not be such a clever idea because they'll take my licence away. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, they've just been so uh, used to getting their own way, they've forgotten yeah. to take care of the legal aspects of their business. Yeah. So yeah. We're taking over their businesses. <laughs> so does that mean that the person, that we can get all the tax? <laughs> Yes, actually, if you go onto the CIR now website, there's an article there, just search for ATO. Yeah. And there's an article there that explains that the ATO has absolutely no authority to collect any taxes. <laughs> I feel like a fraud now. Well, we're all frauds. I mean, we're all <laughs> living under a fraud. That's the problem. So we're... Yeah. Yes, Shane, or Kerry, is it? Yeah. Um, Can't see you in the dark there. Alex, Alex is... Um, but taken a lot of information that um, Derek probably should get in contact with Alex because he seems, I mean, I'm not Alex, yeah, Alex, um, I forget the side, him and Zev and another bloke on the other side, on another side we've been going to, yep. got all this information, they've, they're, they're registering all these names that they possibly can with ASIC to take control over, like they've got the Victorian police no information already. There's a lot of yep. things. There's a lot of yeah. the, the, the motto on their badge is not is registered to a common law person now, not the not the Victorian police. So that when they use them, they can't use their badge. Yeah. Right. Uh, Alex, Alex, um, I don't know. Uh, Mike, do you know how to con uh, put the contact contact uh, Derek from Alex? Uh, you, which Alex are you talking about? Retro. Retro. You know, the, you know, the, um, Retro, yeah. the, the he's bum, Stephen knows Alex too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know the one then. Yeah. Um, yes, just drop me an email and ask me to put you in touch. Yeah, because um, I think Derek would be very well to be in contact with Alex because Alex is doing, we've just left a meeting with Alex in it and we've just come to you at right. the same swap over time. And Alex, I know, is very, very good at putting all this together. What this, Derek might just be looking for, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I spoke to Alex today, and um, yeah, we're we're working very closely together. So I just I know a few Alexes, so I just wasn't sure which one. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, Mike, can I can I just add a question? Um, something that um, we just got delivered to us last Thursday, 
Uh, this is going to get a few people in Queensland interested, and I think it might be Shane and Kerry as well with their council matter. Um, a guy that I know who lives in Brisbane sent me an email with just an ABN number. And I knew it immediately was an ABN. It was about midnight last Thursday night. And I went online and I found out this company called Pekka Maru Proprietary Limited, registered in Noosa, owns the Queen of Australia and the King of Australia. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Charlie, Charlie hasn't taken the top chair just yet. They've registered the King of Australia. Yeah. Now we've got a documentation that we're putting together, which I'll be getting to you, Mike. Don't don't worry. You're going to get this document about the fraud and corruption in the state government, the state of Victoria, the great the great Southern Republic. We call it now, uh, because he's lost control of what's going on. Um, this is all being run from Nooseville. So I don't, know, I don't know how far that is from you. Oh, it's just up the road, an hour. Okay, we've got the name. We've, got, we've done an ASIC search, and that is a registered trading corporation, which is our state constitution, is registered under, or actually um, done under, the Queen of Australia. Um, okay, yeah, I'll talk to you about that afterwards, Derek. I think I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Well, we need, we need to get some people to start working on their computers and um, for Victoria and Steve in New Zealand, we need to find out, um, and we need to ask them, I'll give them some pointers, um, what, what's happened with their constitution, because they have one, I've been told, I haven't, found, I haven't seen it. And wouldn't that be interesting if the Queen of Australia might have uh, a say, or is it the Queen of New Zealand? I don't know. I don't know that answer. You know, the, the whole thing it has collapsed because they have been very lax in keeping the, um, the, the legalities sorted out. And, of course, everything became null and void when uh, Whitlam took the Queen out of, of the Constitution anyway. So these people have all been acting unlawfully for all these years, nearly 50 years. Um, and, you know, we're just living in a, in, in a criminal state. A criminal dictatorship really and the only way that they've been enforcing anything has been through force that's what the police are there for to enforce things well right. i grew up the police weren't there to enforce they were there to protect and serve us they were our servants and here's something interesting i was working on this this morning on the on the course that i'm writing um, when we appoint a um a common law sheriff he gets a warrant, which he must carry on him at all times. And that is a warrant that appoints him as a sheriff. And I remember in the old days when I was growing up, the police all had to have a, a crown warrant in their pocket whenever they went anywhere. And if you asked them to see it, they had to show it to you because it was an appointment by the queen, not by, by a politician. So when we start bringing in common law courts, we'll be issuing these warrants to the um, common law sheriffs and the common law sheriff can then appoint deputies and a deputy can be anybody at all including the police and if the police refuse to act as a deputy then they can be charged under the crimes act so the police badge is the common crown warrant no no it's not the crown that's the um the warrant it must be a written warrant stating that they are appointed by the Crown. So, any questions on that or any comments?
Okay, um, we've got uh, Darren Gretzky here. Now, Darren and myself and um, Amy Rose, I think you've, you've seen Amy Rose on my um, podcast before. Um, we're now starting to work on translating Dick Yardley's book <coughs> into an afternoon. Afternoon. So we're going to start recording an audio book. It's going to take us a while because uh, obviously it's not a simple project, but I did want to thank Darren for coming to me with this project. I think it's a great idea. And, um, you know, let's face it, not everybody wants to sit down and read a great big book. So if we've got it as an audio book as well, especially those who have uh, sight problems, uh, then, yeah, this is a great project. People will be able to listen to it in their car. So that's the whole idea as well. Mm. So uh, hopefully we'll be starting on that soon. Uh, any other questions? Uh, uh, Galaxy A50, I'm not quite sure who you are. Would you like to introduce yourself? No? <laughs> All right, any other questions? Stephen? Yes, it's oh, so Galaxy, Galaxy 50 is Marianne, sorry. Ah, Marianne, good day. Hi. Uh, yeah, you, you've been on here before. We've, we've had a few chats. Yeah. How's things going? <laughs> You're talking to Marianne or? Yeah, Marianne. Yes, no, good. No, very good. That's Just good. listening. Okay. Nothing to report? Well, uh, just one thing that you mentioned last week about, uh, Drew, you might remember when I, I was talking about having like belongings in the UK and I can't get over there mm. to get them or do whatever I need to do with them. And you said that I could go to a debt collector. So mm. I'd have to, so just to get it straight, I'd have to sign an affidavit and then get it notarized. Is that correct? Um, I, I'm not too sure about dealing with the UK, but if, if you've got people over there who owe you money or, or equipment, equipment or anything at all, then I, I would say that the best bet of getting them back is to go to a debt collector because they are... Oh, no, no, no. It's just that I, I want to go over there. And, of course, the Australian government's not allowing anyone to travel over there so I can deal with this, so I can send my stuff back here and sell my car. Mm. So it, it's got to do with the Australian home and security, homeland security or something. You know how you've you got to get permission to travel now? It's ridiculous, isn't it? Because under common law, we don't need anybody's permission to travel anywhere in, with any, yeah. any conveyance. It's not, not so, right. So, yeah, so now we need permission, and then they'll decide whether you're allowed to go or not. I, I'm working with a young girl, actually, who's trying to get a visa to go to work in, a, in America, and the guy, she has to book her ticket and everything, have her visa already, and then she's got to ask permission. They can say, no, you cannot go. Yeah. So... So the thing is, and, and then I think last week you said something about I could charge them, like send them a bill, send them an invoice for the money that I've lost with, you know, not being able to get my, my belongings back. Yeah, and you, then I, you can try that. But I don't think you'd, you'd, you wouldn't want to go to their, their jurisdiction courts. What you'd have to do is to go to a common law court and get a, a, an order from there. And oh, right, okay. Then once, they, once you have that, 
and you take that into one of their courts, the judge or the magistrate is, is bound by law to act on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've got to get a common law court going. And, and you said something else about anyone can do a common law court in your town. You just have to get 20 people. Yeah, well, you've got to have 12 jurors. Well, yeah, 12 jurors, yep. You've got to have a, a court admin, adjudicator, yep. a bailiff, a sheriff, and uh, a recorder, court recorder, right? Okay. Yep. So, yeah, 19 or 20 people. And yep. um, because then you've got to elect those people, right? Ah. So when you convene a common law court, you get all the people into the room, and then somebody gets up and explains what a common law court is and how it all works and what you need to do. And then they distribute out the, um, the documents that everybody needs to sign to convene the court. And then you elect the people who are going to actually be to form the court. And okay. all of the court um, officials have to be elected by the people. So the more people from your community that you can get to the meeting, um, yeah. the better because then you've got uh, more authority of the people but okay. I'd say a minimum 20. Yeah do you have is there a common law court set, being set up in Victoria at all? I believe there is uh, you should talk to Alex about that. Uh, Alex which Alex? Uh, if you email me I'll send you his um, I'll introduce you to him. Okay no problem I'll, I will e I'd love to email him actually yeah just to find out because yeah, I'm getting. I'm pretty interested now. Now, to do to be a sheriff, what qualifications do you need? Well, it helps to be big and burly. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I qualify. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll I'll take a seat out of that. No, I won't, I won't be doing that. <laughs> well, I'm big, but I'm not burly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm big too, but you know, I, I'm shaped like a uh, pear. <laughs> um, okay, thanks. I know. I've been told to build like a racing tadpole, so it's enough for me. <laughs> uh, Stephen, uh, nice to see you here. You've been very quiet, but uh, I, I haven't checked my emails yet, but I did notice that you sent me something, and that would be the designs for the cards and the flyers. Now, a couple of weeks ago, somebody said on, the, um, on one of my YouTube postings that uh, it would be good to have a flyer that they can print out and hand out. So Stephen has very kindly designed one and, and very nice designs, I might add, uh, very attractive. And um, so I'm gonna put those up on the website for everybody to download. So you can, you can hand out these, like a business card, or you can print out these flyers and hand them out or both. And what I suggest you do is you go down to um, Centrelink because there's a lot of very, very angry people down there and hand out the details about the common law court. Let people know that we're here and that we are ready to, get, to convene a court. So, you know, we've got to get the, the community behind this whole idea now to start convening common law courts. I don't know if you saw um, the, uh, there was a news uh, item in last Friday night's news down here in Victoria on Channel 7 uh, where... A young girl, uh, she defied the police and, and she caught, caught this on, on a mobile phone, which was um, then broadcast over the news. She said, am I being charged with anything? And the police, the policewoman just waved her on, um, which is all well and good. 
But then afterwards, the girl acted like she'd sort of, you know, stuck one up the police, so to speak. Uh, I think those sorts of people don't do us any justice because they, they almost paint us out to be like that we want to we want to stick it up to police just so just for the sake of sticking it up rather than just standing up for our rights. No, Bob, I disagree. I think um, she did exactly the right thing. What she was doing there, she actually had a copy of the document, uh, probably from my website, but I'm sure it's not the only one, um, that cites the two Supreme Court decisions. And what she was doing there was standing up for her common law court, her common law right to freely travel. Um, and it wasn't anything to do with just sticking it to the police. The police have no right to stop us. They are the ones that need to be stopped, not us. So she, she is now being chased by uh, Chairman, da uh, what's his name, Daniels, uh, the communist chairman. And um, they're trying to find out who Dictator Dan. Well, communist dictator, yeah. But... Um, she didn't give her real name, obviously, so they don't even know who she is because when the, the policeman stopped her, she didn't identify herself. She just stated, have I committed a crime? And the police said, no. And she said, well, in that case, am I free to go? And the police said, yeah, okay, off you go. Now, whether the police acted correctly or not, she, in fact, she did because she had no right to stop her. So, you know, don't put her down because she was standing up for her rights. Yes. Just the way the, the media was, um, just the way the media was uh, portraying it, it seemed like um, oh, yeah. she was being belittled by well, the media. Well, what do you expect from the mainstream media? They're they're on, you know, they're on the wrong side of the the, the divide too. They don't. I agree totally. I agree totally. Yeah, they don't support our rights and freedoms. You're uh, right there, Steve. I think you had a question. Yeah, it's interesting in New Zealand. Just to let you know. Our laws are quite different and the police do have the right to stop you at any time, anywhere, and uh, you must give them your driver's license and you must give them any anything they want and they can detain you for up to 15 minutes. So our rights are extremely diminished if you're on a public road. So uh, obviously quite different from Australia. And uh, interesting, Derek, just to, to reply to you, um, we've done some research on um, NZBN numbers, and it's really fascinating what you find out. Our courts, or is it uh, the police, are registered to a single Asian person, <laughs> which I found quite amusing. So we're, we're following those leads and, and trying to dig down into that as best we can as well. Yeah, actually, Steve, I, I would recommend that you go on to your... I don't know what the name of the website is in New Zealand, but here it's Ostli, A-U-S-T-L-I-I, which is the, um, the repository for all um, court judgments and laws. And um, if you go and search there, I'm pretty sure you might find that there is a, um, a Supreme Court judgment has been handed down in the past that denies the police that right. That's what we found here. Two Supreme Court judges have said that the police has absolutely no right under common law to stop us for any reason if they, they don't suspect we have committed a crime. So it might could be worth doing some research on that. Yeah, could you could you repeat that name again that you said at the beginning? A-U-S-T-L-I-I. Hang on a moment, I'll get the um the link for you. Got it. Yeah. We've we've got it now, Mike. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Too fast for me. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, 
can I just say something about um, what Bob was talking about? Yep. Um, we've got people who've actually tested this because we don't want confrontation with the, um, the thugs are working for the corporation. We've actually published a book. I don't know if you can see that on your screen. Actually, we've, we've started to sell, to sell these books now. They've got court cases, affidavits and law in Victoria that the Police Act 2013 does not exist at law. So what I'm trying to say to people is um, those people, yeah, they're, they're frustrated, they're venting, but they don't understand that they're not dealing with the police because Victoria Police is a corporation. They should be called the State of Victoria Police Force. Mm. And I've got the oath of allegiance of the police and you give them a copy and they say, just get out of here because they don't stand under the oath of allegiance anymore. Well, you better send that so I can put that up on the website for everyone. No problem. This is a public document. Everybody can have one. And everyone should, um, outside of Victoria should be looking to find the oath of allegiance of their police forces. Um, I don't know how many people are outside of our states and where everyone comes from, but we've got this in a book, and that's how thick it is. 500 pages. You give that to a policeman, and then you say, can I please see your commercial contract? And they say they can't give one. Oh. Can I see your warrant? I can't give you one. Well, if I'm not under arrest and I'm free to leave, and they say yes. Exactly. We, don't, we don't look for the confrontation. We back it up in fact and law. Yeah, and the, <laughs> one thing I noticed with the, um, this, the video today on liability, mate, the guy was quite confront confrontational yes. in, a, in, a, um, in a funny way because he just kept saying, I don't have to answer that. I don't contract with you. I don't have to answer that, which is true. But what he should have been doing is telling the police the law that they were breaking and he didn't do that so well, you know, if you're going to deal with these police make sure you know what you're talking about well he's he was short on the information and this applies to everybody in every australian state um that back in 1985 no laws have been passed to take out the queen from our laws mm. and that's called the australia act requests act 1985 and every state has got one except the ACT and Northern Territory, because they didn't have a parliament, but we've all got one and they're all faulty. They were never presented to by people voting in a referendum. Well, if you don't have an Australia Act Requests Act, there's no Australia Act and there's no, there's no laws to take out any, uh, have a law without a queen. Exactly, and of course we don't have a queen because Whitlam took her out in 1973. So by, by amending the, the Royal Styles and Titles Act, um, somebody just asked, could, um, or Shane, you asked, can we have a copy of the PDF? I'll be putting those um, cards and flyers up on the website. You can download the PDF, no problem. Okay. Uh, we're getting very close there to uh, one hour, so we've got about eight minutes left. So have you got any other topics you'd like to discuss? Uh, Duncan, you might like to have a quick word about uh, our project. Duncan? Looks like he's gone to sleep. <laughs> uh, Duncan is a programmer um, and we're going to be working together now to uh, automate all the registrations on the website so that eventually, uh, as soon as we put, put this program together, um, you'll be able to go onto the website, register your birth certificate, register your house deed, register your car registration, uh, register anything at all that you own, and um, you'll get an automatically generated uh, certificate back in your email immediately. You don't have to wait, you won't have to pay for anything. 
it'll all be done by the website. So I think that's a very good project. And once it's done, we will also be uh, donating that to Commonwealth Court New Zealand. And if I can ever get in touch with John Smith over in the UK, I'll, do I'll donate it to him too, because he's common law court. And I will also be donating it to uh, Kevin Annette of the International Court of Common Law of Justice. So, you know, we're, we're all here to help each other. So the more that we can do that, the better. Any other questions? Yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more, Mike. Um, I do have um, one question, and, and that's the other thing. We, we, we're all in this together. And, and we've got the strength if, if we all work together. Uh, we've got no time for division and, and that sort of thing. It just doesn't work. You just, you know, that's how they rule us. But one question that we've, we've got from a few people in New Zealand is, and I guess it's from mostly from women, or oh, it could be men if they're married, if, if they've registered their illegal frictions and claimed their illegal frictions and things, and they've remarried, can they register again or should they register again with that? A different name and we're not quite sure how to answer that. Well I'm no expert on that either but I would say yes re-register because you'll be you'll be running under a different name right? That's that's initially what we thought but we didn't want to give advice that wasn't quite right so we thought we'd better ask and see what the situation is. Yeah well as I always tell people I know everything and if I don't my brother does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly don't know the answer to that. It would make sense. I mean, common law is just common sense. Yeah. Right? So if you're yeah. using a new name, then register that new name. Mm. That's simple. Makes I've sense. just got one question, Mike. Yes. Susie. Does anyone uh, or do you or anyone that you know have any contact with um, Christopher James based in Canada? No. He's also... Um, got a website which actually has a lot of um, educational videos on it. Um, his website's called awarriorcalls.com um, and he's teamed up with the South African fellow um, and, and their website is Earth, uh, sorry, Earth United and they're also basing everything on common law because they're part of the Commonwealth as well. Okay. Uh, Earth United, I think I saw them the other day, but they are associated with some people that I'm, I have some serious doubts about. So I won't say anything more about it at this stage because I don't, okay. I don't know enough about them, but I do recall somebody got in touch with me and was very excited about this mob. I had a look into them and I thought, nah, I don't really want to know about that one. So, you know, you've got to be very careful because there are groups out there that are masquerading as supporting what we do and, and in fact they're actually working behind the scenes to destroy our work so well, yeah. the, the christopher james and his a warrior calls website i don't know whether you've checked him out no, i don't know um he seems to be t saying all the same information on his websites that then that i hear from you guys in australia as well, okay, well so and he's been doing this for about 20 years so i can't imagine that he would be one of those people. No, well, I'm not saying he was, but there's the other mob yeah. that I have concerns about. But again, yes. you know, unless I do the, the deep research into them, I can't really say. So yeah. I always... No, I just wondered if anyone had contact, that's all. No, but I will look him up. And yeah. uh, I actually had somebody send me a link to another website this week, which I've just written to, um, hoping to get in touch with them, an international common law court. Um, and I don't think it's associated with um, 
um, with Kevin Hamnett. So that would be very interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, they're starting to um, crop up all over the place, and it's good to see because the more courts and more uh, common law groups there are, um, the stronger we get. And I'm just wondering if anybody has had a thought. Um, ah, what's this, Derek? Yes. Ah, yes, Derek. I'll talk to you about that one later. Um, I, I also have my my concerns about that chat, but I won't say anything here. But you know, I do try and uh, do the research into all of these people or groups. And uh, yeah, you've got to be very careful who you deal with. So I always are on the on the side of caution. And we've got Donna coming in. And wonderful weather out here up in Queensland. It's been pouring for three days. But at least it's not like in China we've, where we've had... Um, Melbourne, it's nine degrees. Yeah. But uh, China, they've had rain for more than 30 days. The Three Gorges Dam is bulging and expected to burst soon. They've got huge floods all over the place, including Wuhan, which is a bit of a worry because that's where we had our books printed for Dick, Dick Yardley. Nice. But so far, the deliveries are still on time and coming out very well. So hopefully they'll survive that. But I'm, I'm hearing some very disturbing reports about China. It's getting uh, most interesting. And I even saw a video the other day of people in, um, in Beijing fighting with the police because the police were trying to keep them locked up. And people said, no, we want to go out. So that's unheard of in a communist state, especially in that one. So the Chinese people, I think, are also starting to feel the pinch. A lot of them, of course, are still brainwashed, but who knows? All right, any other final questions, discussions? I think we're getting close to time here. No? <laughs> all right, well, thank you all very much for coming on. And um, I think we've got, I've got a bit of work to do now out of all of these discussions, but uh, it's all good. And I look forward to seeing you all next week, I hope. Thank you for coming. Oh, next week we'll be... Uh, See you later. Uh, no, next week is Sunday the 2nd. So I won't be uh, broadcasting next Sunday because I'll be um, at the Common Law Court. Uh, yes, Derek. Derek? Mike, just before we go, um, I'd like to thank uh, Mike for allowing me to speak about these issues. And, and Mike is getting a lot of people who've got problems with the banks right now. And if I could ask, if you're going to send any information to Mike, could you just give me a little bit of information like which bank you're dealing with? And um, your information will be kept private and confidential. And I'll only deal with you about this. But some people are just saying to me, I've got a bank problem. Can you fix it? Mm. And I don't know where to start because I've got a lot of calls coming in. So Mike can only pass on to me what is coming from people who call the site. And if you tell me which bank and which state you're coming from, my job is to bring people together who are being threatened by the banks right now. Yeah, while actually, the courts yeah. Are yeah Derek, I, I've actually been screening um, people for you and asking them when they do that. Uh, I've been asking them for more details before I connect them to you. So don't worry, mate. I'll, I'll take care of that if I can. Right, okay. And just one more thing is the September cliff, which is in the media, is coming. And that's when the banks are going to say to 800,000 plus Australians, if you cannot pay back the mortgages each month, we're going to force you to sell. 
that's why I'm trying to get people to go to Mike's website to look at for the um, the template bank mortgage letter. Everybody who's got a property and has got a mortgage needs to get that letter and get the process going to request your copies of your mortgage. So any questions, just put them through to Mike because uh, the numbers are going up and I'm, I'm expecting it to be a very tough month in September yeah. when, when the banks start putting a lot of pressure on people. So um, just go back to Mike's site. All right, I'm going to put the link, link to that page. It's on the, um, the bloodyaussiebattler.com website. And this is the link where you can download that document. It's the um, Derek Ballog discussions. So just look that up or use that link. All right, Derek, thank you very much. And thank you everybody else for coming on today. And New Zealand, yes, if you would. Um, just, just, just to wave goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, drop, drop me an email. Thank you. If you could give me your, um, uh, let's have a Zoom call after this. Um, and I need to uh, discuss with you how we're going to get this video to you. And it's, that, that's all done. We sent you a link for oh, a Dropbox, Mike. Yep. Oh, very good. Okay, yeah. very good. We, and we, we really appreciate your efforts with yes, that. Wonderful. Thank you. thank you so much. No problem. All right, I hope you like it. Thank you all now. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye again. Bye. See you in two weeks. <laughs>